0: on the daily sports talk show, Nuwana's Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Yo, yo, yo. What up, Montana? Welcome in. Nuana is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Appreciate you for tuning in with us. Hope you're having a great Thursday. A little rainy here in western Montana, but that's okay. What do you expect? It's not freezing temperatures yet, which is something we usually are accustomed to here in the first week of November. Uh, So we can't complain too much, but hopefully everybody out there, whether you're in Missoula, in western Montana, or around the Treasure State, you're having an awesome afternoon I am Coulter Nuwano's. We're coming to you live from the Northwest Motorsport studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find Northwest Motorsport here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount or online at msrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com, nwmsrocks.com. Northwest Motorsport, more than 1,600 trucks available for you if you're in the market for anything uh, that you might possibly want. You want to watch the show or listen to the show somewhere in the non-traditional manner, which I guess is actually becoming the traditional manner in the modern age as it is, you can always stream the show on our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab, and you'll find the stream. You can also watch us on YouTube, Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's going to be part of our fall giveaway. We have a uh, Traeger Smoker. We also got a Beef Box from Haymaker Beef. And we also have a Boatload of Alpine Touch. That's one prize pack. Then we also have another prize pack that includes a cooler, a Otter Box, and a grill from Twisted Tea. So uh, go ahead and uh, follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our podcast channel. N-U-A-N-E-Z will get you there. Head on over and... Follow us, ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, and Haymaker Beef on Instagram and Facebook. And then when you do all that, shoot us a text, 406-888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. And let us know that you've done all of those uh, requirements. That'll get you entered. We're about two weeks away. We're going to be giving this thing away. We're going to announce the winner on November 19th, and then we'll give whoever the winners are their prizes November 20th during our pregame tailgate show before the sixth and final home game for the University of Montana, sixth and final regular season home game for the University of Montana Uh, coming up uh, on November 20th here in Missoula. Ton to get to in the show today. We're going to get things started off. Fun appearance in studio. He's not here live, but he stopped by yesterday, and we cut a couple tracks, including our latest latest Big Sky breakdown, which you can check out at SkylineSportsMT.com. But Brooks Nuana is my business partner, my brother. He also swung in, and we did a little bit about the NFL. So we we'll get you all set up for the NFL weekend this upcoming weekend. It's a crazy time of year in the league. All sorts of ups and downs, and unlikely victories and losses, and uh, injuries and drama. And uh, it's what makes the NFL the the king, the uh, the number one sport in the country. So uh, we'll get all of Brooks's insights when it comes to the NFL. We also have a couple recently anointed state champions stopping by. Marcus Anderson and Lauren Deskins from the Hellgate soccer team will both join us here in studio. Hellgate won their third straight state title and they did it in thrilling fashion here in the Garden City at Fort Missoula. so very fun there. Uh, we also have a six pack and a sandwich from Warden's market. about 445. so remember that number for that as well. triple eight1029 that's 8881029 and uh, we'll give you an opportunity to win a six-pack and a sandwich from Missoula's oldest grocery store. Top of the hour, we got Lady Grizz tickets. We got a a giveaway from the AC Hotel. We got a hilarious segment with the chick who doesn't know sports, our good friend Carolyn. will swing by. And then about 5.30, we got Mike Anderson and uh, a player, a a to-be-determined player from the Grizz hockey team swinging in. Grizz hockey back at home this weekend. So we get you all prepped up for that as well. Well, 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 look at this. In studio for the first time at our new ESPN Radio studios. Very happy to have my brother, my best friend, Brooks Nwana is in studio with me, SkylineSportsMT.com. And uh, can be probably a little bit more regular contributor here on ESPN Radio. More on that a little later on. But uh, fun to have him in town. He's here doing a little business. And so I figured rather than recording as he's driving to Yellowstone Park, we decided... I'll uh, do a little recording in the studio, so welcome to the new digs, man. How you living? Yeah, it's very nice, and I've been
3: on live here before, which is fun, but right. not, not ever a time where we can sit back, eat a little Halloween candy, you know, shoot the breeze. It's good.
0: Do you like, I know that these were at your house in Bozeman for a while. Do you like my pictures of my old school baseball pictures? I do, pictures? man. Yeah,
3: no, you always have some great art collection, but the old school baseball, it's the best of the eras as far as you can talk about throwing it back. The baseball stuff is too good.
0: Yeah, uh, I've been trying to find a way to creatively display. Because if you're watching this on television right now on SWX Montana TV, you see that you can kind of see our bookshelf. You can, of course, see all our microphones and all that. I have my Ricola because Coach Marty had a little bit of a frog in his throat yesterday. But I have these three pictures, ones of Hack Wilson, ones of a young Bob Feller, and ones of Tris Speaker and uh, some, some 1920s baseball stars. And uh, I want to find a way to display them so you guys can all see them because they are among my coolest pieces, I think, certainly. Um, I haven't ever actually even got them estimated or evaluated in terms of what they might be worth because I actually don't want to know because I think that they're worth a lot. And then I think that would make me want to like maybe sell them. And I don't want to sell them because yeah, I just no. want to have them. You don't want to sell? I don't think
3: they're worth this, you know, life-changing money. Like my no. signed Michael Jordan jersey that I'm going to send my uh, kids to college <laughs> on. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be hard to part with, but it'll be soon. Anyone, any bidders out there, uh,
0: starting at hundred thousand dollars? There you go. NFTs here on Nuana's now. It is all football, all the time. Presented in part by Sportsbet Montana. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks. Pretty much all your favorite sports viewing establishments. I'll tell you this. Uh, I learned the lesson a long time ago. You don't bet on your own team because it just makes you emotionally conflicted. No, that's wrong, Colter. It's
3: wrong. You just don't, <laughs> don't bet on the Vikings. I don't care if it's your team. I'll tell you what. I have lost... <laughs> <laughs> so much money on the Vikings this year. And I said, I told you I would never bet him again. I will never bet the Vikings again.
0: So I think that everybody around here knows that I take great pride in my objectivity when it comes to all sports viewing. It's why I think I love sports. You and I are kind of the same in that we have such a wide love of all sports because we don't get emotionally affected by it like so many out there do. We love that you do. We love that everybody out there does and has the emotional attachment, but I don't really actually even have any emotion left on the Vikings because I just, I know them so well. I, there's something that's very familiar to me, but I'm also very realistic. Like, I am not shocked that Minnesota is three and four right now. That's not shocking to me. Right. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. I thought they were going to be a, I, I think that the, the over-under for win total for the Vikings this year was nine. And uh, I think I took the under. Okay. I expected them to be a right at, if not below, 500 team. So I think the Vikings, though, have, You know, in a salary cap league, there's not going to be that much difference in talent. Marty Morningwig was talking about this yesterday. There's really not that much difference in talent. It's about momentum, health, and continuity more than anything. If you have a roster where the personnel is designed to play a certain style, but then you have a coach or a coaching staff that in their DNA is to play a different style, you're banging your head against the wall. And that's where it goes into ownership, too, right? I mean, it's not just... Exactly, yeah, yeah. So right now you have a Vikings team that should be a top five offense in the NFL. They are sometimes, they're not sometimes. um, But they have a defensive head coach and they have a bunch of defensive guys that used to be a lot better than they actually are. And it's just the prime example of the salary cap when you sign a bunch of guys to big contracts and then they're all on contract together and then you don't hit the sweet spot. They needed to hit the sweet spot before now. And they didn't. And so I I just don't really know where the Vikings go from here. I like Mike Zimmer. I think when you talk about a a city like Minneapolis, where it's going to be hard for you to get free agents, particularly defensive free agents, you need a guy like Zimmer who can draft well, develop well, all that. Um, But I just think that they need to pivot. They need to decide. Like Zimmer needs a Kevin Stefanski to help him with the offense or They need to just go all in on being a defensive team, but right now they're just stuck in the mud. Yeah, absolutely. And the funny part about the Vikings is that
3: where do they go from here? Well, they might end up going to the playoffs, Coulter. The NFC East has one good team. The NFC West has two good teams. The NFC North has one good team. So they could slide right in there. They get to nine wins. They might make the playoffs. So where do you go? Well, you have to make some decisions on some long-term guys, the, the Harrison Smiths of the world is that kind of guy going to stick around you know are you going to pay legacy money for you going to pay a guy for what he's done in the past compared to what he's going to do in the future it's classic NFL and the NFL would say no that's not going to happen uh, but the NFC North is, is is been struggling as long as the Bears are irrelevant which they have been for the better part of the last decade um, the Lions you know I, I read something recently that the NFL should just start doing some of these cities favors and pull the Texans and pull the Lions and get two new teams. Let's get them into Louisville, Kentucky or something. You know, like, <laughs> I don't think the Lions are going to come in anywhere, uh, going anywhere fast. So the idea is that you have to compete with the Packers because in the NFL, right. that's the one beautiful thing is that in, in theory, you got to just win your division and, and and everything can be fixed from that, that point moving forward. So the Vikings are in a tough spot, and that all has to do with your favorite, Captain Kirk Cousins. God, he's even actually been better and more tolerable this year than normal. Oh, I I must have missed that. Uh, Yeah, I know. You must like Justin Jefferson. Maybe that's what's more (laughs) colorful. That's right. right. Uh, Captain Kirk Cousins scored less than 17 points three weeks in a row. Million dollar
0: man. Million dollar man on his sixth offensive coordinator during his career in Minnesota. It's unbelievable. All football all the time. Presented in part by Northern Quest Casino. Go check out the turf, the blue turf sports book over there at Northern Quest. I'm going over that way uh, this weekend to cover the... Montana State at Eastern Washington game. So maybe I'll swing in there as well. But you find yourself in the Spokane area, swing into Northern Quest, the Blue Turf Sportsbook, a place where you can pe- place all your bets, either pregame or in-game. Let's talk surprises and uh, uh, just surprises on both the positive and negative sides in the NFL, right? or I guess the winning and losing sides, not, a, not necessarily even positive and negative. Let's start with a team that I was actually asking you this on Sunday night uh, when I was at your house. The Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Uh, by the statistics, uh, it seems like they should be good. Uh, I think they are good. Uh, Carson Wentz is thrown for about 260 a game. He's got a quarterback rating of about a hundred. He's got 14 touchdowns, three picks. They have a good running back in Jonathan Taylor, averaging 5.4 yards per carry. Well on his way to a, a second straight thousand yard season. Michael Pittman's one of the breakout rookies in the NFL. I think the second he, year receiver, All right, he's a second, second year guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but he's been awesome. I mean, he, he's like an, a rising star for sure. Not surprised at all. I mean, he's a freak athlete for sure. And then defensively, they have pieces. I mean, DeForest Buckner is a guy I always uh, like to argue for because I think he's really good. I think that Darius Leonard's one of my favorite linebackers in the league. Xavier Rhodes, I think that people thought he was washed when he left Minnesota, but he remains, if not serviceable, good. And uh, yet, here they are. Uh, Three and five, so where are we at with the Colts? I know part of it is the fact that they've played a, a pretty devilish schedule, but uh, I mean, well, where are we at with the Colts?
3: Yeah, they started out with a really tough schedule. I mean, I think it was the first five games was the hardest uh, you know strength of schedule in the league, and I, I think. The division, like we talked about just recently with the NFC North and the Vikings, is up for grabs, especially with the new Derrick Henry injury uh, for the Tennessee Titans. So you look at a team like the Indianapolis Colts, if they get a little bit of momentum now, You know, Jonathan Taylor has taken that next step. I mean, He's definitely one of the elite premier running backs in the NFL. Um, and as you mentioned, Michael Pittman's not a surprise to me just because... He's got the pedigree. And the thing about it is, we saw Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings last year have such a big rookie year. That doesn't happen for NFL receivers. Right. It very rarely happens for running backs, but running backs have a better chance. Receivers, it's year two. It's a year two kind of thing. So as a good class, you're looking at T. Higgins for the Bengals and Jalen Rager for the Eagles and Michael Pittman for the Colts. Um, Guys that you're all kind of team, that are going to teeter on this breakout. Michael Pittman's having one. Um, So the Colts, I think. The ability to run the football, the ability, the, the fact that they play indoors in a dome, um, all of those things play into, you know, the second half of the season. The kind of things where it, it doesn't matter if you necessarily say super healthy, the fact that you can run the football with a running back who can, you know, BYOB, be, be your own blocker kind of guy and decent up front. I have not been impressed with Carson Wentz. And I, I'm a Wentz guy as far as I've, I liked him in Philadelphia. I thought he kind of got a bad rap as far as the way he exited there. So I would say the Colts are going to be a second-half team. I would have thought that going into the, this season. Um, I think that that's going to play out how it is. I think that they'll flip that record around. If you call them 3-5 and five right now, I could easily see them going something the exact opposite in the second half, um, you know, winning five football games and, and kind of being right around, you know, playing with house money in the last three weeks, and you finish
0: off, and you're going to be an 11-win team, um, the Colts are good. Nuan is now ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Brooks, Nuan is in studio. With me, Coulter Nuanas. This is the Northwest Motorsport Studio, broadcast in Tuya. If you're in the market for a new truck, Northwest Motorsport has the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. They're new to Missoula, new to Montana, located here in the Garden City at the corner of Stevens and Mount. Or you can find them online at NWMSRocks.com. That's NWMSRocks.com. Brooks, the division, when you look at it, that is, I think, the most upside down or, or the one that uh, has maybe the, the, the teams in the order that you wouldn't have predicted. Like, I guess what I'm saying is it's not a surprise that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are on top of the NFC South. It's not a surprise that the Green Bay Packers are on top of the NFC North. Despite you know Dak Prescott's injury, it's also not a surprise the Cowboys are leading the NFC East. It's not that big of a surprise that the Bills are winning the AFC East or the Ravens are winning the AFC North. Titans might be a little surprised at the top of the South, but I think that we knew that the pieces that they got and then sort of the, the head coach that's emerging in Mike Brabel is becoming, you know, establishing a reputation as one of the better guys in the league. It's the AFC West, though, that's completely upside down. The Kansas City Chiefs are in last, and the Las Vegas Raiders are in first. No, I don't think anybody had that. I don't think anybody on the earth had that. I think people liked the Chargers coming in this year. The Broncos actually had a lot of hype, but they fulfilled the hype early and then hit the skids, and I don't really have any idea where we're at with the Broncos, who, by the way, traded Von Miller yesterday, which uh, we'll see how that goes because he's definitely one of the most iconic players of the modern era of that franchise. But uh, I'm so impressed with the Raiders. I, I've i actually been someone that's – predicted that they were going to be better than people thought the last couple of years. I think that they've done a pretty good job drafting. They've gotten some dudes that, like Arden Key, for example, from LSU, a guy that's, you know, that's a top 10 pick if he doesn't have quote-unquote character issues. And the Raiders always seem to go after those type of guys. But, I mean, what do you think of the AFC West? Because it's just it's sort of bizarre because it seems like the Chiefs have massive fatigue. The Broncos aren't ready for the hype. The Chargers... Built their own hype early, but now with the new head coach, seems like people are figuring them out. It's I just I think that's a weird division right now.
3: It's probably the weirdest one going. I mean, the Broncos are in full rebuild, in my opinion. We'll see what they do here at the trade deadline today. Um, I think they'll probably trade Melvin Gordon, um, and I think oh, that, and I think that they'll probably go full full rebuild. Um, they might even roll with some some Drew Locke. We'll see. Um, I think that Teddy Bridgewater was going to be the free agent that came in and either did it or or couldn't. And I think it's probably the latter in the sense that, you know, he's serviceable, but he's not going to probably get you to the playoffs. And if he, do, if he does, it's not going to be any playoff wins. So the Broncos are in rebuild. The Chiefs are a disaster. Patrick Mahomes and his attitude, man, it, it's, it's hard to watch, right? Like he's kind of becoming – think about if Steph Curry just missed all the threes and, uh, and also lost all the games. It would be hard to watch, right? It's kind of becoming, um, you know, the sidearm throw and you're down 28 to nothing – uh, that hits the dirt, isn't as fun. And he he's, doesn't seem like he's having a really good time doing it either. Uh, that'll be interesting. I I want to see, like, what's his leadership? Sometimes he looks in the field. Last night at Monday Night Football, he looked tired in his eyes, dark bags,
0: and looked miserable. How much of that has to do with the fact that he has a new kid? Interesting. Yeah, he does have a little one. It's Our <laughs> fearless leader here at old Broadcasting Company. She's one of the ultimate moms on Earth. That's a, that's and that's a pretty a, good take. That's yeah. her only take. She said, you guys need to stop talking about Patrick Mahomes. The guy hasn't slept because he's got a new baby. It's Get true. off him.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, he's also worth like a quarter billion dollars. <laughs> his wife probably has a touch of help every now and then. <laughs> that's right. Uh, right. Now, like normal people he probably here. also has an extra room in his house. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. one with a bed. Probably doesn't have to sleep with the kid. No. His no. cryo chamber probably works. Works well for him, <laughs> all of that stuff. Yeah, the personal stuff's hard to say. You know, when he get no, paid fifty sure. million a year, uh, he doesn't look like he's having fun. So the AFC West is is up for grabs. I still think the Chargers can make a run at it. Um, you know, I that's my team this year. As far as I, I'm, you know, Colter, I've been playing the free agent game. I go take meetings with every front office in the off season, <laughs> and I pick a new team every year because I'm done with the fandom. I uh, just like well, you know, you kind of want to follow a team. The Chargers have been the one that I like to follow. Um, they play the Ravens before a bye week, go into a bye week, and come off and lose the Patriots. Not really you shouldn't lose coming out of a bye week but to lose to the Ravens and the Patriots in kind of shouldered around that it's not that big of a surprise to me so I think the Chargers are still going to hang in there we'll see if Austin Eckler can stay healthy He was a game time decision this last week and scored a touchdown but still he's been battling that hamstring thing when you have soft tissue injuries if you don't get time to heal them especially when you're like a little mighty might like him it's uh it, they're hard to heal so if, if Eckler stays healthy and Mike Williams can somehow like balance out he's feast or famine right now one of the best fantasy players in the entire season this year, having a dominant season, but needs to be a little bit more consistent. If they do that, I really do think that the Chargers can still make a run at that division. There's
0: so many turning points of a football season. And you never know when you're going to hit that launching point and take off into the stratosphere. You also never know when you're going to hit the skids and slowly erode. I, I think we're seeing this like right now with the Montana Grizzlies, for example, uh, they've been on a skid, but they've they have they've only lost once in the five games where they've been on this skid, which is actually a testament to them. Uh, but in the NFL, y- you kind of have to harness that momentum because if you're on a skid, teams are just going to take so much joy in beating you. I mean, I that's where the 49ers are at right now. Like They're just pressing so hard because they don't know what to do. Jimmy G can't make a throw. They're not fulfilling expectations, all that. But... All that said, I don't know when the launch point's going to be, what the week point is, like what week in the season it's going to be. or Because usually it's right, you know, right around this time between week 8 and week 11. And uh, this season's just been so weird. Like who would have thought that the New England Patriots and the Las Vegas Raiders and the uh, Chicago Bears and the Carolina Panthers would all have better records than the 49ers and the Seahawks and the Chiefs and the Browns, right? I mean Welcome to the NFL, baby. No, it's true, but I also think there's a real I think there's a real storyline of the the lack of the the lack of exposure during COVID or I guess the uh the crutch that you were able to use that for. It's it's a weird time. And you know, everybody said it a million times in a row. The uh I think that then, I don't think it's a coincidence that every team coming into this season that had a ton of hype has struggled. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like being absolved from the spotlight for a moment, and then when the spotlight returns full force, that's why I think that like beating the Washington Huskies might have been the worst thing that ever happened to the Grizz it, it, because you weren't you weren't accustomed to the spotlight. People could say it was only two years where it wasn't like that. Well, in a college football world, that's half of your career. That's half your career where you didn't learn. You didn't have to get acclimated to handling that pressure. But I, I don't think it's a coincidence that teams like the Browns and the Bills, and I know the Bills have been fine, but they haven't been as you know. I mean, people are thinking Super Bowl with this team. I, I just think it's not really a coincidence that, that some of these teams that had a lot of off season hype uh, haven't been as good. Yeah, I'd agree with you, but I, I do think that, that there's a handful of teams that
3: I would have said that the Cowboys, Bucks, and Packers are going to be good teams, and they are, you know. Um, I also think that about the Rams, and you talked about the skid, you know, I, I think that the 49ers, who you mentioned, and Jimmy Grapple, they played pretty well this last weekend against the Bears. Jimmy G kind of took the reins as far as it made it kind of look like his team more, which was, which was a good thing. Um, and Debo Samuel's having a heck of a year, so that division's still up for grabs. And the team I think you probably have to worry about at this exact point is, is the Cardinals, um, a team that's just been playing with house. I mean, they're they're are, they're dominant. They're great on defense. Um, Kyler Murray is having an MVP-style season. But J.J. Watt goes down. Who Pro Football Focus calls him the twelfth the twelfth highest graded defensive lineman in the NFL. You know, so it's not a, this isn't some like stopgap sure. uh, legacy signing. This is J.J. Watt playing at a really high level. Right. Um, out for the season. You know, Chandler Jones has been getting off. We always talk about this culture, right, in college football across the board in general. When there's someone on the edge who's getting off, who's really going after, it, who has right. ten sacks in eight or nine games, uh, wh- what really leads to that in, inside play? Yeah. So you look at the, you look at the Cardinals and then Kyle Murray. You know he took a big hit in that in that in their in their first loss and um, he's the kind of guy who has not stayed healthy. And now they go and they travel to San Francisco this week and we'll see what the Cardinals can do. But it's a team that I could see going, you know, kind of hitting the skids maybe here a little bit. I still think that they have a good chance in that division though. The Rams are looking really really good and the addition of Von Miller is they're all in. They traded a second and third round pick for him. I mean it's everything. And they got the interesting note on that they got the Broncos to pay his whole salary. So they don't, they're not paying him, which is super interesting. I thought that was a, a unique contract uh, negotiation. But that, in that division, the Rams are going to probably take you know take hold of it if the Cardinals do start to skid. And you see a team like the bucks you know, they lose to the Saints this weekend. Then they go into a bye week. It's it does not surprising. I don't think that's going to be like a team that hits the skids. Um, but we'll see what the Titans do too. You know, the Titans going to start hitting the skids with uh, Derrick Henry out. I mean, having the most... You know, arguably the most dominant NFL season, first half of that NFL season in in modern history. So we'll see what the Titans can do because they, they're, guess what, what the Titans are right now, Coulter? They're the number one seed in the AFC.
0: Right. So I would imagine we see some regression. Unbelievable. Uh, all football on the time. Brooks Nuanas joining me. Coulter Nuanas in studio here on Nuanas now. If you, just off the top of your head, if you had to do a NFL power rankings, who'd your top four be right now? Oh, that's good. Um, I would say. Number
3: one would be the Bills. Or no, I'm going to say the Rams. Number one is the Rams. Number yeah. two is the Bills. Okay. Number three is the Bucks. Number four is the Packers. Number five is the Cardinals.
0: Wow. Very good. Love it. What have you, what have you thought of the Packers? Like last week, no David Bakhtiari, no Devontae Adams, no uh, Valdez Scantling. They had no, no Laz- Alan Lazard, and they still win.
3: Aaron Rodgers man he's one of the five best quarterbacks to ever live you know arguably the most talented Um, zero percent surprised it's the what is it R-E-L-A-X it's a little (laughs) relaxed I mean it's you know I'm not a Packers guy or anything but I sure like watching him Uh, they're good on defense too you know there's some pieces there that I I think get you know severely underrated Uh, so the Packers are good they're going to have home field advantage you know always Um, they're going to win that division I think handedly which puts them in the driver's seat You're, you're not playing with house money but if you're you have Lambeau, you have Aaron Rodgers, and you have that division. It's a really, really good start.
0: Absolutely, thanks for saying goodbye, man. This has been fun.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I gotta say, my I was I gotta hear your two surprises. I was not. I've been surprised that how bad the Redskins are, but really not. I've also been very surprised about how bad the Dolphins are.
0: The Redskins have been decimated defensively. I think that all of their premier. For sure, Chase Young has been banged up, and for sure, Jonathan Allen's been in and out, and for sure, Montrez sweat has been in and out. And then, of course, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been out. You're rolling with Old Dominion's finest, Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Like Marty Morningwake said on Monday, ironically, if you have a quarterback who's been in the league for a minute but has never played, there's a very high chance that his best game will be his first game. Because no one knows how to scout them yet. And that's what we saw with homeboy Cooper Ross. I didn't even know who he was. Cooper Rush. <laughs> Cooper, exactly. Exactly. Cooper Rush. Uh, and then homeboy from the New York Jets. Uh, Mike, Mike White, white. I mean, I'm sitting here racking my brain. White. Well, well, which, what? Western what, 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 Kentucky Hilltoppers. <laughs> I mean, come on. You know, it's. Maybe I'm wrong, but it seems like it's all downhill from here for those guys. Both those guys. Like I don't think Cooper Rush is throwing for three fifty on Sunday Night Football pretty much ever again. But maybe not. Maybe maybe he is like the new feel good story. We'll see. But uh, Taylor Heineke looked uh, functional his first couple starts. Looks ragdoll now. So uh, you also have to wonder just with uh, if all the other stuff is becoming a big distraction with the Washington Football Team. You know the investigation. Ron Rivera's health, and
3: they're the, they're the Washington football team. I mean, I'm, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that because that's that right. division. But tell me about Brian Flores and the Dolphins before we get out of
0: here. That is uh, utterly mind-bending to me. Has he lost? Has he lost that team? I, I thought that they were really good last year. I, I thought, thought so too. They were. They were exceptional on defense. I mean, it's it's very rare you ever get have, I thought they had the two best corners in the league last year, like the best corner pair. Probably like Marlon Humphrey and, and Marcus Peters from the Ravens would have had an argument, but I thought Xavier Howard and Byron Jones were the, the two best dudes in the best corner pair in the league. And they still have those guys, and I just really don't know why they're not uh, performing up to par. Flores, you know, watching his press conferences are brutal. It's brutal, man. He doesn't really have any uh answers. I I can't believe that they don't have a better PR plan for the Deshaun Watson. They don't Watson have thing. any plan. They don't have any plan, man. <laughs> like as soon as Deshaun Watson starts getting floated and you already got Tuo Tongavailoa, that in itself needs a PR plan only because Tuo Tongavailoa is so popular, let alone with all of the just this off the field uh train wreck that has been Deshaun Watson. So I just can't believe that they don't have a better plan. Uh I'd say that actually in a lot of different ways across all of levels of football. I can't believe that people don't have better plans for the PR because you know what's going to be coming a lot of times and uh, haven't managed it well, but no, the Dolphins are actually, it's actually funny because the Dolphins have been so irrelevant for so long and then they finally like knocked on the door of relevancy last year and so then you almost forget about them now that they're back to being irrelevant because it's just like status quo, but when you actually think about it, they are one of the most disappointing teams in the league. I'm not saying they should be like a Super Bowl contender, but they should not be one and seven. I mean should they win are eight games. Yeah, like they're they're bad bad. Bad bad. Yeah, it's it's definitely very weird. Well, I have I have twenty five bucks to
3: win three hundred on a team going 0 and seventeen in sports <laughs> bet Montana. So Lions, let's go
0: get this thing. All <laughs> well, football all time presented by Sports Bet Montana. Go check out a Sports Bet Montana kiosk or download the Sports Bet Montana app and tune in every week here on Nuwana's Now for all of your gambling Uh, Advice And uh, more importantly, just logistics. How do you do it? All that stuff. Keep it right here. is now ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back in. Nuanas Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for kicking with us here on your Thursday. I'm Colter Nuanas Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can find Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Time now for a little prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. It's that time of year. This is very fun. This is our first of many state champions in studio. We got Marcus Anderson and Lauren Deskins from the Missoula Hellgate Boys State title winning soccer team. Gentlemen, thanks so much for being here. How are you guys doing?
4: Pretty good. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah,
0: I'm doing great. Thank you. So first and foremost, let's set the scene for people. Hellgate soccer. Uh, we can call you a dynasty now, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. this, has been, this has been a pretty good run for you boys. Uh, it has been fun since I first moved back to town. I remember uh, when Hellgate was about to go in the state championship. That was when you were a freshman, Marcus. I've been back for four years. And uh, uh, your dad, Jay, who's the head coach, yep. he was in studio with us previewing the state title match. <laughs> you guys lose that one. You guys pretty much haven't lost since then. This has been like pretty much undefeated for the last
1: three years. Yes. So, um, how, uh, We'll
0: start with you, Marcus. How do you keep that level of focus? I mean, everybody's
1: kind of gunning for Hellgate, right? Yeah. Every single year, we've been the top dogs in and- Everyone wants to put us down. They do everything in their means to, well, defeat us. And I guess our team just has to keep our level of composure throughout the couple seasons that we had. Soccer is so interesting to
0: me too, because almost like no other sport, oftentimes the best team doesn't win. If a team can just steal a goal early, then they could play keep away or they can just completely alter their style and You know, the best team doesn't always win the championship, but you guys have been able to to sort of mitigate that. Lauren, you're the goalkeeper, right? Yeah. So this is a lot of pressure on you, right? Because sometimes the shutout
4: is the only way you can get all the way to the end and get yourself an opportunity, right? So how do you handle that sort of uh, uh, responsibility? Well, um, I kind of just put it out of my mind, like everything around me that's going on. I just focus on the ball and just help my boys out as much as I can on the field, do what I can to stop the balls from going to the back of the net. and It works out. This was the third straight state title for the Hellgate Knights. Pretty darn cool for
0: Hellgate to get to this point uh, of soccer dominance. But the way that this went down, what a story! It looked like a collision course again, Bozeman and Hellgate. That's been like the championship game every year since you guys were like in second grade. I feel like it's uh but it really has. I think that I think Bozeman Hellgate's played for seven of the last eleven AA titles, and I think that. Uh, either Bozeman or Hellgate has won every state title over the last ten years, so these have been the two programs in the state of Montana for sure. But this thing comes down. Uh, first of all, Bozeman gets bounced uh, in the semifinals. Kalispell Glacier with a great win in Bozeman. They went up two nothing in the first half and then held on. A- another great example. And I think Re- Re- Glacier is a good squad. That's another example of a, you know maybe not the better team winning, but here nor there. You guys draw the Wolf Pack and they have a great strategy to get this game elongated, and all of a sudden it's zero zero, and now you're going to extra time, and then you're going to some more extra time. First of all, before we get into the dramatic finale that it was, how tired are you after that much soccer? You guys had to be just be whipped.
1: I oh, was. Yeah. I, <laughs> I felt like I couldn't run anymore.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, Bill Speltz in the Zoolian, he had a great article. You go check it out in the Missouliad. But that was basically his, his uh, opening couple lines was just when you think he was going to mercifully go to a shootout because nobody could really even run or operate anymore. So when you are going through it and you are you – the, the runner's eye has gone and now it's just exhaustion. How do you keep going, Marcus? How do you keep
1: running around and doing it? I mean, I just looked at the clock and extra time, and I was like, 10 minutes left, 9 minutes left, just counting it down. Like, I could push myself for a couple minutes. I could do it easily. And then it gets to uh, about the
0: final minute, and all of a sudden you get an opportunity, and you score the goal – And what a storybook ending, man. So,
1: (laughs) first of all, take us through the play. What'd you see? How'd you you make it happen? I mean, all I know is that I was driving in from the left side to the middle, near the 18, and I saw the opportunity to shoot, but it was kind of a tough angle, or I could have passed it to a teammate. Sure. And right when I was about to pass it, everything kind of got blocked up, so I took an extra touch and not sort of a Hail Mary, but kind of a Hail Mary in a way, and just sent it. Yeah, no other thoughts to it.
0: <laughs> Lauren, you're sitting on the other side of the pitch. What's going through your mind as this ball sailing through the air?
4: I didn't even realize we scored for the first <laughs> second. I was just focused on going into penalties and like what I had to do for pens, and then I look up. So you're th- sitting so here thinking, this is going to a shootout. Yeah, i, I got to like, get ready. Yeah, exactly. And I, <laughs> I look up, I see the ball going, and I'm like, no way. And then I just celebrated with the boys, and I was like, all right, I know y'all focused up for the last, like, what, 30, 45 seconds? Right, because
0: then you guys had to still play the rest of the match, yeah, right?
4: Yeah, So then you're probably sitting there thinking, man, I cannot give up a goal yeah, right here. exactly. I was like, all right. Even though I'm really excited right now, I still got to just focus in on the ball and just do my just do my game. Newat is now
0: ESPN Radio, Marcus Anderson and Lauren Deskins from the Hellgate State Championship soccer team joining me in studio – Marcus, does that ever get old? It must. Still, hey, does it
1: still feel pretty <laughs> sweet? It never gets old. Yeah, it's one of the best feelings ever.
0: Well, let's talk about just the, the the totality of this thing. What have been the keys? How how have you guys been able to build this thing up like you have?
1: I would say the coaching.
4: Yeah, and just like uh, the tightness of all the the boys on the field. And like we're all just best friends off the field too.
1: Yeah, we're like family. Yeah.
4: yeah. Coming into this year, you guys lost some great talent
0: from last year. We had Beckett Arthur in here, uh, I guess, before he went off to Whitworth. And uh, there's just been great talent at Hellgate Soccer for a long time now. But what was different about this team? I mean, how did you guys sort of redefine yourselves as sort of a unique team amongst this
1: great run? I mean, I would say that most of us have been in the same grade all of our lives, like same school, same teachers, all of it. So we've always had that connection in a way and then of course during soccer season we're always near each other like hanging out after uh, practice after games like we're just always that close
0: Lauren Marcus mentioned the coaching and, and, and Marcus's father obviously one of the great coaches in Montana high school sports and the, the you know the proof is in the, re- the record and the championships and, and all of that but what about this
4: coaching has sort of helped you guys and, and guided you guys to get to this point um, I think just like the toughness of the coaching because some days they'll just run us to the ground and other days we'll have a lot of fun I think just like going from really focused in in one day and then having fun the next and then just they're good, good people too you know like we don't have terrible coaches who are like screaming at us the whole time we got coaches who are wanting to be there and wanting to win and wanting to like help us and not just for themselves it's a different experience when you play for, for your pops, right? So,
1: what's it been like for you? I mean, my freshman year, I didn't know how it was going to go. Because when I was super young, like, I despised having him coach me for some reason, just as most kids do. And then, freshman, sophomore, so on, like, I realized that he's such a great coach, great person, that, like, he's one of the best coaches around. And... We have this thing that during season, when we're on the field, like for an hour and a half, he's not my dad. He's my coach. Right. And it, the same goes for me. I'm his player, not his son. So that kind of changes things. That's an important divide to make for sure.
0: Let's talk about you guys' soccer lives. I mean, you guys have probably been playing soccer forever, right? Together yeah. forever. So uh, did you play club growing up and all that too? Oh, yeah. Yep. Which, which clubs do you guys play for? Strikers. Strikers, yeah, okay. The Strikers. Yeah, so that's been uh, sort of, I, I think that's actually been probably the thing that's made soccer become so much more competitive and better in Montana over the last 10 mm-hmm. years. Is, yeah, I agree. Because you get to play year-round, right? I mean, it, it's multiple different seasons. You're getting multiple different types of training and coaching and all that. So just talking about that, I mean, we'll start with you, Lauren. I mean, what, what uh, How do you think sort of the, the, the year-round element of it and, and also just
4: all of the different voices you've gotten to learn from have helped you? Oh, a lot like coming up from even like middle school age even before that like the coaches we have they're all so different in a way where one year you'll be learning how to keep the ball possession wise and the next year it's like okay we take this possession and now we score with that and that just keeps building on top of each other and all the coaches like they just work so well together in a way like they're just all great coaches and they all have different styles of play which should if you like combine them all together and you play how you want to play with all the skills that they taught you, just, it's amazing. How do you think it's evolved? I mean, just from all of the different areas
0: you guys have played soccer together in.
1: I mean, just growing up, it's kind of how he was saying, like each coach is different. Each playing style is completely different. And the coaches don't like have us adapt to their playing style. He kind of, they have us, like he adapts to ours and that just changes everything. Like these coaches are just so good in Montana. Like, of course, everywhere else there's great coaches, sure. but in Missoula, just phenomenal. Like, we couldn't have gotten there without them.
4: Yeah, the love for the sport is just buzzing in Montana in Missoula. Like everyone just loves soccer. The fact that you guys did this on what amounts to your home field too, right? I mean, for Missoula,
0: you talk about the buzz. I mean, what's a better tangible example than that, right? I mean, that's got to be one of the best soccer facilities <laughs> right. in, in the United States for high school, yeah. right? I mean, it's Fort Missoula is sweet, the remodel yeah. and everything. So, but I mean, was it that much more special for you, winning it at home?
1: Oh, it's unbelievable because all 1,000 fans or more, whatever it was, yeah. are surrounding us and cheering us on and just the atmosphere is so ecstatic. It's amazing. And they're, they're
4: there to watch us play, like, it's weird being on the field like, oh, these people are here for me. They're here to watch me play at soccer. It's pretty cool. And you had to
0: endure an injury this year, right? Yeah, so
4: I had knee surgery at the beginning of the year, tore my meniscus. Oh, man. So I had a little bit of recovery time, but I came through with about like a little bit less than half the season. And, yeah.
0: He made a couple of big saves in the OT period too, oh, right? Crazy. Yeah. So I me mean, just talk about what Lauren's brought to this squad because uh, having a good goalkeeper, that's like the central point to to build a team around, right? Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I can't count how many times this kid has saved us. <laughs> like, there was a couple of huge saves during the final, and I was just like, how did he get that? How did he catch that? Like, that shouldn't be possible. But it's just crazy how much he brings to the team because – He's like family to all of us, and we all love him, all care for him, and it's the same for him with us. Marcus Anderson,
0: Lauren Deskin's joining me, Coulter Nuanas is here in studio. Nuanas now, it's our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. These two young men from the Hellgate Boys soccer team. Recently anointed the class AA state champions for the second year in a row. Do you guys have any plans for, for next year? You guys don't know where you're going to school yet? I'll start with you, Marcus. Uh, I verbally committed to Fort Lewis Colorado.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's a good program. Mm -hmm. So what are you excited about as far as that journey goes? I mean, I'm just excited to play more ball. Like, soccer has always been part of my life, and (coughs) getting an opportunity to play in college is just amazing. And, Lauren, any any
4: future plans for you? Uh, I think soccer is definitely in the future for me. I don't really know exactly where or what, but I think I'll probably play in college. Yeah, that's awesome. Any plans for the rest of the senior year here?
0: Do you guys play any other sports? I ski. Yeah, a right. Lot. Yeah. We need yeah. some snow, though, right? It, it's <laughs> coming. It's coming. I so hope so, man. I'm a big skier, too. I'm sitting here thinking, man, it's still raining. It's like 50 degrees. Like <laughs> most people complain about the snow. I'm like, nope, let's start snowing yeah, on Halloween snow. and let's keep yeah, going.
4: Exactly.
1: <laughs> How about you? I mean, I ski every now and then. I might run track just to try it out. Yeah. But. Nothing else. Yeah, I mean, might as well, right? Yeah, exactly. I last mean, you, you
0: go hook up with some of those cross country kids too, right? They have a pretty darn good season too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. The Hellgate's, Hellgate's killing it right now. I mean, that was pr- last couple weeks, but pretty darn good. Kenzie May was dominant in that AA meet, and I know the Hellgate boys pulled it out too, so pretty darn good going on over there at Hellgate. So I guess uh, hard for you guys to project you guys are sort of basking in the the success right now, but what's what's next for Hellgate soccer? Do you think these guys have a chance to make a run at it next year after you guys are gone?
1: Yeah, they better, right? I think so. I mean, <laughs> our JV team was undefeated, didn't concede a goal, right? Not a single goal. Yeah. Their goal differential was like seventy or something. Wow. Yeah. And so, I think they could take it all the way if they really put their minds to it.
4: That's awesome. Well, guys, this
0: is tremendous. This is a great accomplishment for people in the city of Missoula, and I know everybody's very proud of you. So thanks so much for coming in, sharing the story, and uh, what a thrilling way for your senior years, Dan. Thanks for being here, guys. Thank yeah, you. Thank
1: you for having us.
0: New is now Marcus Anderson, Lauren Deskins from the Hellgate Championship soccer team. That's three in a row for the Knights. Pretty darn impressive. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. You want some sandwiches? How about some beer? We got both. We got a six-pack and a sandwich from Warren's Market on the other side. Plus, we're going to talk a little college football. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Is now on ESPN radio.
1: But they never told you the price that you paid for things that you might have done. Only the good die. That's what I said. Only the good
0: die. Love me some Billy Joel here on a Thursday. Thank you for this, Andrew. Andrew, you might not know this, but. Carolyn, our good friend, who will join us in the second hour, the chick who doesn't know sports, also sales superstar here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. She has, uh, I'm not going to say a fear, but she is not that interested in concerts. Yet, her dream concert is Billy Joel. How funny is that? I don't even know, dude. Uh, it's unbelievable. Hilarious. Carolyn Sugar Chicken No Sports will join us here at the top of the hour. But right now, I said, Anderson, what kind of music you want? I said, play me some Billy Joel because that reminds me of Warden's Market. I don't know why. It just does. Billy Joel seems like the tunes you'd be listening to when you go to a neighborhood market in Delhi where you know everybody. And, uh, you know, it, it just seemed fitting for the moment. Warden's Market is definitely one of the best places in Missoula. I stop in there once a week. I always see somebody I know. Even if you don't see anybody you know, the staff there is going to treat you like they know you. Definitely one of the most iconic and awesome places in all of Missoula. So you should go check it out. And we're going to give you an opportunity to go check it out. This is one of our most fun giveaways because we're going to give you right now a six-pack of beer and a sandwich from Missoula's oldest grocery store. But the thing that's so fun about it is we don't choose the sandwich, and we don't choose the six-pack. You do. You get to go in there and have a whole shopping experience, maybe even buy some wine to go with it, because they have one of the best wine selections in the state of Montana, bar none. They got cigars. I always go in there for my wine, my cigars, my beer, and then I get myself a little WAPA sandwich. Sometimes on Thursdays I even dabble in the meatloaf. That's pretty darn good, too. The soup is delicious. But regardless, here now today we have – a free six-pack of beer and a free sandwich from Warden's Market. All you have to do is give us a call. Let's go caller number three four zero six eight 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 one zero two nine. That's 406-888-1029. Stop into Warden's Market for any and all of your grocery or food or wine or beer needs. Call us right now at 888 for your chance to win a six-pack and a sandwich. From Warden's Market, Warden's Market, Missoula's oldest grocery store. Hour one, coming to a close. Fun having those kids in here, man. It's hard to say they're kids at this point. Seniors in high school, so young men. But uh, Marcus Anderson, Lauren Deskins, super fun. Awesome having those guys. State champions for the Hellgate Knights. For the third year in a row, the Hellgate soccer team, state champions. So pretty darn good accomplishments for them. Pretty fun for the city of Missoula is definitely becoming a soccer fever pitch for sure. I mean, there's a lot of interest in the sport. There's a lot of talent in the sport. The continuity between uh, the clubs and the high schools, pretty darn good. So, um, super fun having those young men in studio. The first hour also included Brooks Nuana SkylandSportsMT.com, as well as our NFL insider here at ESPN Missoula, breaking it all down. One note, by the way, uh, I forgot that we had recorded that on Tuesday and then, of course, the giant news in the NFL on Wednesday was Aaron Rodgers testing positive for COVID-19. So we were talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Uh, we had recorded it the day before all that. So uh, not as if we're not paying attention to the news or that we're ignoring that that ha- occurred, uh, but just a slight correction because uh, we did record that one day before that news came out, but the analysis remains apt, and we'll see what happens moving forward after that uh, occurred. But um, just a side note there. Hour one, coming to a close. Hour two, coming at you hot. The chick who doesn't know sports, our good friend Carolyn. Plus, we got Lady Grizz basketball tickets. We got Grizz hockey tickets. We got a voucher to the AC Hotel for their awesome brunch. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
2: At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond.